Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. Gathering all the information you would need to stay ahead of the curve on your crypto investments. Welcome to Thriller Rundown. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world, today is October 6, 2019, and we're talking the certainty of Bitcoin. And you're probably wondering, Car, those are bold words. What are you saying? Well, I'm strictly talking about the upcoming happening here in May of 2020 and why this new information has led me to believe there's some certainty out there in regards to where the price is going. Let's do it. The Rundown. Now you're probably wondering, hey, I know about the happening car. You've been talking about it all year. <laughs> it's the last great thing we have to look forward to. Well, yeah, yeah, technically it is, right? I mean, we have that Bitcoin ETF that's probably going to get... Uh, disapproved here uh, next week, or maybe even this week, it's on the 13th. But this is important because I want you all to know where this is headed. Uh, I think the vast majority of the crypto space has forgotten <laughs> where we came from and where we're going. Um, and what we're seeing right now in the markets is that uh, it's that panic uh, that's setting in for most people. But it's because of this panic, uh, they don't see where we're headed. And I wanna make sure that uh, our listeners are understanding where we're headed and how this is inevitable. It was released this week that one of Germany's biggest bank predicts Bitcoin reached 90,000 due to the happening based on stock to flow model. We covered that about a week ago on Thriller Crypto subscription. You can go check that out. It's a really good informative uh, topic. The stock to flow approach originating in commodity market analysis serves to quantify the hardness of an asset. Applied to Bitcoin, an unusually strong correlation emerges between the market value of its cryptocurrency and the ratio between existing stockpiles of Bitcoin and new supply. Satoshi is a genius. <laughs> he understood that decoupling supply from price and from mining efforts, it was uh, this difficulty adjustment that uh, was absent in, uh, in the case of all of Bitcoin's predecessors like Bitgold, etc. But uh, Understanding stock to flow was a great teaching point for myself and for, for y'all, I would imagine. And it's definitely a precursor to know for what we're about to discuss. So with that, let's get into the certainty of Bitcoin, because I know that's what you want to hear. Now, this is coming from Rec Capital. I'll put a link in the show notes for his Medium article. But the certainty of Bitcoin is a for real thing. But first, we got to understand where we came from, right? Well, let's look at the first happening. It took approximately 513 days for Bitcoin to rally over 13,000% from the $2 bottom to the market cycle top of $270. This was in November of 2012. Now, Bitcoin's first halving was a key catalyst that spurred significant growth and a new bull cycle for Bitcoin. As soon as Bitcoin reached its post-halving peak of $270, the 2013 bear market began as Bitcoin's price declined 80%. This bear market lasted approximately 87 days. And after that, 
the second Bitcoin halving took place, and this was in early July 2016. It took 1,068 days for Bitcoin to rally over 12,000% from the $164 bottom to the market cycle top of $20,000 that took place here in 2017-2018. After the $20,000 peak, Bitcoin entered a 51-week bear market that bottomed in mid-December 2018. That's when we saw the $2,800 Bitcoin, right? Now, some key takeaways comparing both halvings. Historically, the Bitcoin halving has been a key catalyst in propelling Bitcoin into a new bull market. Everybody knows this. Bitcoin's price appreciates both leading up to the halving as well as many months after the halving has taken place. In fact, Bitcoin has reached a new all-time high as a result of the halving. But it is many months after the halving that this new all-time high in Bitcoin's price is set. Now, Bitcoin has rallied between 12,000 and 13,000% in each of its first two halvings. There are similarities, which are really interesting. If you consider the first halving, it took Bitcoin 513 days to rally as much as 13,300% from its pre-halving bottom of $2 to its post-halving top of $270. If you look at halving two, it took Bitcoin 1,068 days to rally as much as 12,000% from its pre-having bottom $164 to its post-having top of $20,000. The similarity across both halvings is that Bitcoin rallied approximately 12 to 13,000% from the bottom of the pre-having bear market to the top of the post-having bull market. But a crucial difference is that it took Bitcoin twice as long to experience that similar growth around the second halving. It was 1,067 days on the second one and 513 days on the first one. If we look here towards our third having, which is going to take place here on May 2020, we can look at the Bitcoin price over 260 days to rally over 340% since its 3,152 bottom set back in December 2018. This means that Bitcoin's price bottomed approximately 519 days before Bitcoin's third halving. Now, this is very interesting because there are some key similarities in comparison to Bitcoin's second halving. Bitcoin's price bottomed 544 days before its second halving. Bitcoin rallied 383% to reach its pre-halving top prior to its second halving. At this moment in time, Bitcoin's pre-halving three, which is coming up, price action very closely resembles Bitcoin's pre-halving two price action. And I'll put uh, all these charts inside the uh, newsletter, so make sure to check that out so you can kind of see the detailed breakdown. At this stage, the question isn't whether we can use the, the information to deduce down the effect about the upcoming third Bitcoin halving, it's more to lend a historical market data approach. Number one, Bitcoin has rallied 12 to 13%. That's, that's what we know, it's in the data. If we uh, use this same analogy of data towards this next halving, a 12,160% rally from Bitcoin's mid-December 2018 bear market bottom of $3,150 would result in a $385,000 Bitcoin. That's right, 385K Bitcoin. Now, if it rallies like it did in the having two, then it would be a 13,378% rally, which would lead to a $425,000 Bitcoin. So this is very interesting. That means right now, if you're seeing Bitcoin price at $7,600, $7,800, that's a steal for what it's going to be worth 
here after we reach the top of the second halving or the third halving. Okay, so let's look at the second thing. A new market cycle high tends to be made just before the halving, but it doesn't eclipse the old all-time high. Since mid-December 2018, Bitcoin rallied over 340%, which closely resembles the 383% rally that Bitcoin experienced leading up to its second halving. If Bitcoin were to rally 383% like it did prior to the halving number two, it would reach a new market cycle high of $15,000, which is higher than the current market cycle local top of $13,900, right? Now, this turn of events would satisfy the historical tendencies of setting new market cycle prior to the halving, but not a new all-time high. This, in turn, would also satisfy another key tendency. If Bitcoin rallies less pre-halving, it will rally most post-halving and for a longer period of time. Should this tendency play out once again, this would mean that Bitcoin would have a higher likelihood of rallying over 13,000% compared to 12,000% rally from having two. On the other hand, however, if Bitcoin were to rally similar to its 663% uptrend prior to having one, that would mean that Bitcoin would reach a price point of almost 24,000 prior to having three. Of course, this would lead to a new all-time high prior to the third halving, which is something that goes against the aforementioned historical tendency. But if it did, you would likely see a retrace. It is for this reason that Bitcoin's price action may continue to closely resemble its having two predecessor. If Bitcoin's post having number three growth resembles Bitcoin's post having number two growth, then Bitcoin may see new all-time high over 500 days after the halving. Now, in conclusion, I think it's fair to say that the amount of Bitcoin that gets created every 10 minutes gets cut in half every four years. Everybody can agree on that, right? This is why the Bitcoin halving has figured as an important catalyst that spurs significant growth in Bitcoin's price. We're going from 12 Bitcoins every 10 minutes to six, right? It is an event that guarantees legitimate scarcity and the exponential appreciation in Bitcoin's price is a testament to a very important principle in financial markets. Scarcity enhances value. After all, history doesn't lie and it is likely going to lead to a high probability of massive profits for the people that are in Bitcoin now. And if you look at some of these charts that I, that I posted, you can see the merger of the one and two detailed breakdown and what it means for the Bitcoin having three. I'm still I know I know it's tough to say this right now because it doesn't look like it. I'm still bullish on Bitcoin getting pretty high here by the end of the year. If we do bottom out, uh, I don't think we're going to bottom out back down at 3K. If we do, then uh, this would go against all of historical uh, data that we have in front of us. But if we if we do go down that low, then it is almost guaranteed that we are going to see a larger Bitcoin top after the third happening. And that happening is coming up on us. It's May 2020 and it's so near we can almost taste it. So right now, when you're looking at Bitcoin price at $7,600 and you're looking at your block folio wondering, where has all my profits gone? Just remember that we are looking at over a 12,000% top from Bitcoin at 3,152. 
yeah, it, it's it's a pretty significant amount. And I will put all the charts in the show notes. But this data is just far beyond comprehension uh, of what it could mean for the average crypto investor out there or Bitcoin investor out there. It, it's remarkable to think we could see a $385,000 Bitcoin top after the third happening. And if we even even if we get close to 16K before the 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 actual halving takes place in May, then we are still looking really, really well. So if we're guaranteed to get back up to that 14K, 16K range here before the halving, then you're about to double your money by purchasing Bitcoin right now at seventy six hundred dollars, seventy eight hundred dollars. Uh, it's pretty. It's a pretty bullish place to be, if you ask me. Um, and this is why I think it's important to talk about this right now, because I don't think there's enough people talking about what we're in right now. I think everybody's fo- too focused in on this kind of downtrend and not seeing the bigger picture that's right in front of us. Literally, like less than <laughs> four months away, <laughs> five months away. Uh, five months is nothing. <laughs> well, in crypto, it feels like forever. But in real life, five months is nothing. You you turn and look and five months has just passed like that. So uh, we're very close, ladies and gentlemen, to seeing an explosion here uh, from this $7,600 range that we're at right now. OK, with that, let's get into five good minutes. Five good minutes. All right. So today we're talking Bitcoin price into five good minutes. I'm sure a lot of y'all want to know exactly where I see the markets going. Today I'm going to tell you. You know, I'll put a timer on now. Now, a lot of traders and analysts out there are, are predicting more bottom barrel prices for Bitcoin. <laughs> I mean, sure, why not? Let's, let's get some more Bitcoin at uh, really cheap prices. So there's some cryptocurrency retail investors out there that are, that are cashing in. They um, don't want to get stomped out. They want to take their profits now. Uh, whether they bought in last year at 3000 uh, they're unsure where this market is headed. They're afraid they're going to see a double bottom, so we might get back to 3K. Um, I, I personally am not looking too far into the future just yet. As you know, these days, when it comes to <laughs> cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and how I measure everything, I really measure everything in week spans, a day span, two day spans. I no longer look at crypto like a month out, two months out. Don't get me wrong. There's trajectories that are inevitable in cryptocurrency and Bitcoin that we just talked about at the top of the show. But as far as price analysis and where it's headed here in the short term, I'm only thinking like 72 hours ahead, if that. Right. So right now, I'll tell you, we're currently at $7,800. I am looking for Bitcoin to reach $7,600, $7,700 this week. I think we'll probably get as low as $7,200, depending on how scary the market is out there. I We were talking about the uh, looming recession yesterday on Thriller Insider, and I mentioned that the reason the price of Bitcoin is, is going down is the dollar is strengthening out there. 
in the world economy. So people are moving over into the dollar. I, I don't think I don't I don't I think a lot of cryptocurrency and Bitcoin investors out there think that, you know, macroeconomics, especially when it comes to the U.S. dollar and other currencies out there, don't play an effect on Bitcoin. I think it absolutely does. And I think what we're, what we're seeing is people moving it over to USD uh, primarily. Uh, there There is a looming recession that is happening and people are afraid. And uh, if you take a listen back to our old Bitcoin recession episode that we did, I think it was maybe a month back, where we talk about what would happen in a recession if Bitcoin uh, was around and how that would take place because this would be Bitcoin's first big battle, right? And so this week, I'm literally looking at a $7,600 Bitcoin, $7,200 Bitcoin, maybe. I don't foresee us falling, you know, further than that. I, I, I would be really, really, really bearish if I thought that. I think um, long term, like we were just talking about, the Bitcoin halving happening in May, buying at these prices is a good thing, <laughs> like a really good thing for Bitcoin, like for yourself, for your family, where you could be headed uh, in, in the future. Um, if we're going to go up 13,000 percent here in the next, you know, 24 to 36 months, then gosh, like that's a tremendous opportunity there for you to, you know, make a significant change in your life. <laughs> I mean, so what I'm doing right now is I bought Bitcoin today. I bought Bitcoin on Friday. I'm continuously buying Bitcoin at these prices. I am not afraid of dropping down to 3,800 or 3,600 or retesting there. I think it's uh, very uh, dumb as, as a cryptocurrency Bitcoin investor like myself to not buy in at these prices. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to I won't feel bad just like I didn't feel bad when we went up to 14K. I, I didn't feel anything because at that point it was just like everything was in front of us. You know, who knows where we could have gone from there, you know, but it, it didn't matter. There was going to be that inevitable run and we were going to see that. So if you're listening to people out there that are telling you to sell at this price, you probably shouldn't be taking their advice, quite frankly, because they're trying to get you to drop those bags. And um, they want the price to drop even further. Trust me, if I could get if I was manipulative and I wanted the price to drop, I would tell you everything I could about it being bearish for you to drop the price. Right. I think we have enough pull at this point to make that happen. But no, that's the wrong thing to do because there's a great opportunity here to 2x your investment here in the short term before the happening. And that's what I'm hoping to do. The hard truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So today we're talking Libra coin. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> the hard truth. Um, PayPal just announced that they're exiting the Libra uh, ecosystem association, whatever you want to call it, conglomerate. Uh, who knows what it is, cartel? Um, they say this journey to build a generational payment network like the Libra Project is not an easy path. We recognize that change is hard and that each organization that started this journey will have to make its own assessment of risk and rewards of being committed to seeing through the change that Libra promises. With that, with love from Paris, 
PayPal. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't cap off that last part. Um, we also have the Libra Council actually meeting here in Geneva on October 14th, where they're going to go over, I guess, more information as to how this is going to be rolled out. I think I think at this point, I think I've said it before, Mark Zuckerberg is going to release this no matter what governments around the world say, no matter what uh, these uh, different, uh, um, you know, companies, financial companies say he's going to release it one way or another. I just wish that he would release it in a way that would uh, uh, further this ecosystem. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy that he is the whipping boy of cryptocurrency right now. Everybody attacks Facebook as opposed to attacking Bitcoin. And that's one good thing that has come of all this. No one's attacking Bitcoin anymore. Everybody's attacking Facebook. And he's kind of become that for us. And, and thank God for that, right? Um, but I will say, though, I want to see him really embrace crypto. Why can't he just use Ethereum at this point? Let's make DeFi happen, Mark. Let's see you use DeFi and actually roll out a new financial system. There's Maker out there. There's different projects that will help you do this right now. Currently in the space, no need to build out anything. No need to get these contracts with anybody. Let's just roll this out pre-alpha style. Yeah, I also like the fact that Tim Cook came out and said that he really thinks currency should be still in the hands of countries. He said that he's not comfortable with an idea of a private group setting up a competing currency. He's basically referring to uh, Facebook. And so that's bullish because that shows that he's open to open platforms and an open platform like Ethereum and Bitcoin is hopefully something we'll see here in the near future on an Apple iPhone, maybe on their wallet. Who knows? Samsung's already done it. So we are currently, gosh, 31,785 blocks away from the halving. Pretty cool. Bitcoin is at $7,813. Only 220 days left, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it takes. You know, change for the best is always hard. It takes a good look at oneself to understand what change could bring in your life. When I met Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, I realized that change was inevitable for myself. The way I thought, the way I looked at money, the way I treated everybody else. And introducing this podcast to the world, it really taught me how I'm bullish on the human race. You'd be surprised that so many people out there believe in a competing currency that transfers wealth, not from the poor to the rich, but from the rich to the poor, and it levels the playing field like no other. Bitcoin can truly change the world, and it can truly do wonderful things for the entire global economy. And that's why I'm bullish on it. See you next time.